Yes, indeed. Welcome to Monday Night Gore, the brand new and already greatest ever professional wrestling review and chat podcast of all time, brought to you by Nerf Podcast. You can follow them on Twitter at Nerf Podcast, and you can follow us at Monday Night Gore. I am your host from Leeds, England, the Godfather, Andy Goldman. Joining me in this matchup, born in Dublin, but raised in Woking, the Thunderbolt, Connor Faraday. How are you doing tonight, Connor? Good evening, Andy. Oh, I'm beyond excited for this. I am so excited. This is going national, boys. We are hitting the big time. Could not agree more. And by last, but by no means least, from the city of Portsmouth, rude boy, Robbie Edwards. How are you? Oh, my word. He's been booed already. Wow. He's a heel. I'm a heel and the show hasn't even properly started a natural yet. Well, that is brilliant. Isn't so, it? as I said, welcome to Monday Night Gore. This is a professional wrestling podcast discussing all the major talking points from the past, the present, and indeed the future of professional wrestling. We'll be talking AEW, WWE, and if you, of course, have anything you want us to discuss, as I said, follow us at Monday Night Gore on Twitter and you can let us all know. But, lads, why don't we get it kicked off with a bit of WWE? I'll ask you both what you thought of Raw and SmackDown this week. I think I know how we're feeling at the moment with the current product we're getting. But we'll start with you, Connor. You watch Raw, you watch SmackDown on Friday night. That's more fresh in our minds, I think. What's your overall opinion on where the shows are going at the moment? Do you know what, Andy? Um, I think in terms of where the shows are going at the moment, it's it's not looking great. Um, I must say, I know you two weren't the biggest fans, but I didn't think Raw was actually that bad. Um, I thought the, the first match I really, really enjoyed. Um, I'm sure we'll come on to it later, so I won't say what that was. And also the final match as well. I thought the final match was really good. Um, a debut for Street Profits, thought was brilliant. And then I, lo- I loved the ending as well. I think, uh, I think again, we'll come to it a bit later, so I won't produce any spoilers just yet on the podcast. But again, I really enjoyed that. But then it's, it's the middle, isn't it, isn't it, Mr. Goldman? And we've been talking for a long, long time. Should Raw be three hours? I don't really think it should be mm-hmm. because you end up seeing a lot of jobbers, a lot of people that you, you really don't invest your time for. And you end up feeling like you've wasted it. Smackdown, on the other hand... Yeah, it's very poor at the moment, isn't it, Andy? We were speaking before about how it's going to Fox, a big mainstream American sports channel, trying to push it to become a lot better, getting a bigger audience. But again, they're just not giving us what they want, are they? The storylines are tacky, the matches are quite poor, and they're just not giving us what the, what the fans want to see. I mean, where are the people that the fans want to see? Again, we'll come on to it later. But yeah, no, I, I, I'm not enjoying it. And then obviously, you got the competition on Wednesday nights. Well, we'll come to all the exactly. So I think, uh, I think we're all in a similar mind that that product is uh, sky high at the moment. What about you, Bob? Where, where, where are you seeing the product at the minute? I mean, you know, Raw and SmackDown, I know uh, you had uh, a bit to say about the draft. Let's talk about the draft, because I know you had some very uh, personal problems, shall we say, with the draft and how it was done. Garbage. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, it was, no, it was terribly enough. done, Andy. I mean, you had the conversation. It was awful. It was so meaningless. Hmm. It's just they come out every. Stephanie McMahon comes out every five minutes and says, "Oh, these are our draft picks." Nothing to get the crowd excited, was there? I mean, the Lucha House party get one of the top picks. How that happens, to be honest with you, it was just very poorly done. I was excited for it. They scrapped the wild card rule, which was awful. To be honest, it has been awful since it was introduced back in May. But it was just terribly done. And to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you where half the superstars are because they just made so, such a little deal of it. And when they cut to the rooms where all the Fox staff are just sat, 
<laughs> when they got so excited about, no offence to Natalia, but she's not exactly the face of the women's division. How excited they got over that was just a bit like, well, yeah. just sums it all up really, doesn't it? It seems a bit tacky because they have that giant robot. Now, I don't know Fox. I'm not American, so I don't know the programme they have on Fox. But what the hell was that giant robot doing in the newsroom at, at Fox? <laughs> I'm guessing he's a big deal. It must be a big deal. Why I don't, know, I don't, I don't know. Is it? Is it really? I've never heard of him. Because I think, wasn't there one in, in the Royal War Room where he had like, paint on his face? He had like, half his face painted. I don't know. Uh, what's that all about? USA? I mean, uh, I don't know. I think, I, I think uh, the product, for me, has been lacklustre since Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, for me... <sighs> Last month, it seemed to be that was going to be the pay-per-view that really kicked everything off. It started brilliantly. We had Becky versus Sasha for the Raw Women's title. And my word, what hell in the cell that was. It was full of high-octane spots, great storytelling. A bit dubious whether the right person came out on top. I thought uh, Sasha was the only credible person to beat Becky. I agree. I agree, Andy. He's shaking his head. I disagree with that. Is that just because you fancy (laughs) Becky a great deal? Whoa! (laughs) No, no, no. I, I just think... I noticed, um, I think it was on a couple of Raws before, or Becky had a match, I can't remember who it was against. And she just produced this unbelievable match. And you realise how much the crowd got behind her and how much the women's division solely was around her. And I just remember thinking to myself, if they're going to make her lose, they have to have a serious plan about how they're going to do it and where they go with it. Because it could seriously backfire. And then I think with the problems later on in Hell in a Cell, I think they probably did make the right decision. I agree. Actually, in hindsight, it was probably the best. But she was the only person, Sasha, that I could see yeah, yeah. possibly yeah, no, taking the belt that. off her. I agree with that. And then the show was kind of mundane. They had they had only a few matches actually advertised for the event. And then when it came to, you know, basic filler matches, they had King Corbin well, versus they filled it with some Chad Gable, as he was known then. We'll come, on to, his, now. We'll come on to that in a, in a little bit. <laughs> that, that, that bit of... Uh, creative magistry there but uh, let <laughs> me come to the, the main event of the oh, do we have to yes. I don't well, I feel like we should I've expressed my opinions yeah. okay we'll express them again go for on, the go listeners for it. do you want me to say what I think yeah, yes yeah. please with the worst ending I mean I haven't been watching wrestling as long as you two boys um, I will admit that but it's the worst ending to a pay per view yeah, yeah. No, I seen. agree with that I think I agree. maybe just any show it's any show you could see the backlash as long as I've been watching as the well. backlash you could see the backlash from the fans they were booing. It had the potential to be such an amazing match. And it was until up until the part where it just turned awful and Bray Wyatt was just sat there on the floor, lying what, there. What I, what I don't understand about that is Seth did so much stuff to Bray. I mean, he hit him over the head, the head with chairs, yeah. put him through ladders, put him through tables, stomped him about 500 times. And then just because he puts a ladder on top of Bray Wyatt and then hits him with a toolbox and then that is that's it that's it no referee can't let that continue I'm thinking but that's not half as bad as what he was doing before so a hell in a cell match is historically no disqualification yes and the culmination it's a storyline isn't it it's it's where it's where two people cannot be contained in a normal match so they have to go inside hell in a cell where anything goes okay we've seen it in the past the Undertaker you saw uh, you know our opening theme tune features the Undertaker throwing off Mankind off the cell it was an amazing moment no holds barred anything goes earlier on in the match Bray Wyatt had this giant mallet almost like a huge sledgehammer, which he shoved in the chest of Seth Rollins, okay? Dio Madden on commentary said he basically impaled him or something along those lines. So you're telling me that a huge giant hammer impaling someone is okay, but God forbid you put a ladder on someone's head which is pretty much kind of protecting the blow, (laughs) let's face it, and then hitting them with a a smaller hammer, all of a sudden that that calls for the match to be ending. Are you serious? 
who who in their right mind came up with that? I, I'm I'm so confused. But do you do you, do you feel that it's sort of with everyone's favourite pay per view coming around the corner, Crown Jewel, and the fact that they're going to Saudi Arabia? Do you just think I don't know something something about that screams to me that they felt they had to put something big at Saudi Arabia, so no. they wanted to save it. But now they're on different brands, so I don't get it either. I know well, this not, is what we're going to come to, but. I just get that feeling. But then why would you make the Fiend lose? Because it's like... So unless you disqualify him again. But, just, but this I, this now they've advertised it as literally it will not be disqualified. Well, because I just don't... He, the Fiend is an unbelievable... What they have done, how they've built it up since it was after Mania, wasn't it? We first saw the, the yeah, buzzard. Yeah. I forget Firefly. his name. Just the Firefly appear. Funhouse. So they've built it up so well. He had his match Mercy. with Finn Balor at SummerSlam. Came out at the end of Clash of Champions and destroyed Seth. Built up so well, and then just it, I don't, I don't understand. I'm fascinated to see what they're going to do, but I just hope they haven't completely ruined. Well, I think they, I think they might be too, too late for them to ruin it. What I think has happened is Fox have actually got involved in this. I think they've wanted Seth to hold the belt because let's face it, right? You look at some of the main champions they had on on each brand when that that whole brand sort of split draft was going on. You had Seth Rollins. As a universal champion, you did Kofi Kingston as WWE, Gosh. Becky, <laughs> poor, poor Kofi. Yeah, okay, that's we'll come to Kofi, but yeah, we'll no, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch's Raw Women's and Bailey, sort of mixed with Ooh. Charlotte Flair. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. get to that as well, Rob. Don't you? <laughs> time. As, as the women's champion, so all those people are, are faces. You know what I mean? That you can build a brand around them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Bray Wyatt as the fiend, I can imagine a lot of Fox executives will look at him and think, "Oh God, I, can't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to advertise him at 12 p.m. You know, or 12 a.m. You know, after a kids' show. You know what I mean? I do see what you mean. I worry yes. that that was the reason why they pulled the plug because they built him up like an well, absolute then machine. They have but then, why, about that but then why would they put him on SmackDown? Why would they draft him to SmackDown if, if that was the worry? Why not keep him on Raw? Make a valid point. I don't know, but I feel like there's a lot of politics between him not getting but you the see, belt. I don't think it's that bad him going to SmackDown. I really don't. No, I'd love to see him. Go after Brock. Go after Brock. Yeah. If, if Brock defends I've against no Velasquez at Crown Jewel, mm. um, I would love him to go after Lesnar because I think their matches would be insane. I agree. I think it really would be insane. Well, okay, well, let's look at some of the storylines that are going on in WWE at the minute, okay? So we got one that I want to touch on, which is really weird. Okay, oh. since Paul Heyman's taken over oh, creative on Raw, <laughs> he has this weird thing with couples. Do you remember Mike and Maria Kanellis? I do. That's so that, a death now, hasn't it? Well, Mike's, yeah. Mike's gone. He's not on WWE anymore. He, oh, is well, he? he requested he his release, and I think he's gone. They've I granted mean, it. He yeah. was, yeah. They've granted it. He wasn't going well for him, was it? Let's be honest. He was getting he's shafted getting of his masculinity. Yes, every he single And he's quite a big guy. Like, he, you wouldn't mess with him. No. And, and like uh, said, now... He lost his masculinity. We've come up with version 2.0... Lana and Rusev, who have had a tumultuous relationship on WWE television for a couple of years now. They try and pull this a couple of years ago with uh, uh, Summer Rae, who was a former diva when they called divas back in the day. They had a little fling going on with Rusev. Now they've turned the tables and Bobby Lashley and Lana are now, I guess, in a relationship. I don't really know. They're, they're well, we definitely, don't know, uh, do we? Because they haven't said. Well, no, they're having a bit of, um, you know, bish, bash, bosh because yeah. they went to a hotel room, didn't they? And they oh, did gosh. a promo yeah. under the covers. They did a restaurant massage. thing. They said they loved each other. A massage. Oh, yeah. Watching it, I'm uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know what you think. Uh, Rob, I'll start with you. Um, what do you feel about this weird storyline? Um, I mean, to some to people probably listening who never watch wrestling, then they're going to be like, well, okay, WWE is perhaps the weirdest thing in the world. Mm. Um, 
It's quite entertaining. I mean, the first Monday Night Raw of the new series, it was quite entertaining when he came out at the end, doing Rusev and Seth Rollins' match. That was I'll quite that. entertaining. That was very well put together. But it, it's just getting very weird now. And I look at it, I think Rusev and Lashley as well, they're such good athletes. I feel like there's such a weird storyline for them to be involved in. It seems completely backwards and Lashley's for Lashley. married as well. I, don't, I just, if <laughs> yeah. his wife's agreed to it. We saw him at, um, before Mania, didn't we? At the Hall of Hall Fame. Of fame yeah. He had all his family and kids there. Yeah, I'm just that's like, weird. Yeah. I'm sure they watch. they see it. And well, they probably will. Tongue in some other woman. Yeah, no, I hope they don't. I hope their mum. They can't, surely. It's just, no. oh, I don't really understand it. No one wants to see that. Paul Heyman clearly has a weird sense of humour, but. Yeah, yeah. With couples as well, it just seems to be a thing, doesn't it? I mean, you know, I don't really know how to it's respond to It's a bit different, to it does, to be I fair, suppose. Yeah. It's a bit different. Back in the days, yeah, used to do it quite a bit, didn't they? But they need to just make it now brutal between the two. They need to really go yeah. all out. You can't do something like this. I wouldn't and then mind just seeing them it, have. You know. I wouldn't mind them having a match. Well, I'd happily watch Rusev first. Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Well, no, I'd they're in the um, Hogan and um, oh, the Flair teams, aren't they? Oh, they're in the teams, aren't they? Rusev's with Hogan and Lashley's with Flair. That's right. Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I feel like Rusev's underrated now because he came back looking a bit like Freddie Mercury. had the tash going on. unbelievable. And he was ripped. And he was kind of a heel. He's lost a bit of weight, hasn't he? He has. He's put more muscle on. He's trim. Yes. He's very trim now. If you look at what he was like before Mania when we last saw him, you can see the difference. Yeah. <laughs> his little pants that's right <laughs> but I feel like now he's in a bit of a limbo because unless this goes well I don't know what's going to be left for him and Bobby Lashley to be fair Bobby Lashley came from an injury after having a quite unbelievably good feud with Braun Strowman do you remember when they went through oh, the set match and the pyro Corey was it extreme the rules they had there yeah. For yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. unbelievable it was outstanding that match, yeah. and then he got injured which is unfortunate Rusev went off TV. Trying they come back, back and then in, they get they? put in this weird. He's funk. another phenomenal athlete who I personally feel isn't being used properly. So okay. I'm a huge fan of Lashley. I don't know. I, th- I think he's just come back from injury. See where this goes. I don't, I don't think they've forgotten. He about must have been him. when he's injured. Don't think and he gets told this is the storyline you're coming back to. He must have been. A you bit can't like, just well, come. Okay. You can't just come back from an injury unless like just jump straight back in. No, unless, unless you are someone like a Randy Orton or something like mm. that. You know, someone who's more sort of established. Well, I do consider them two really underrated guys and yes, other people time. I want They're to talk about being underrated. And um, in fact, it's kind of a, a double conversation. So underrated and w- just a really strange idea. Chad Gable, um, I rate him highly. I really want him to win King of the Ring. I think everyone did. He came into that tournament. He'd come out, get no reaction really from the crowd. No. They weren't invested in him. He wasn't really a character. Yeah. Uh, and he had a fantastic tournament, blew everyone away, got to the final and came within a whisker of winning King of the Ring. Very close. And he stays on TV. He keeps getting wins. He picked up a win yeah. against Baron Corbin as well. And then all the short jokes started coming in. At the time, I thought it was very entertaining. It's funny. You know, it's different. At least, Shel- he's, <laughs> at least he's getting something done. <laughs> When Shelton goes to share Sarah Shriver, yeah. I'm looking for Chad Gable. If you see him, can you tell me? Yeah. You're right in front of him. He's just like that. Exactly. <laughs> it was fun. It was good. And then they took it. A bit too far, they went uh, Shorty Gable, and that actually became his ring name. Now they've gone to Shorty G. So I see what they're doing. They're trying to give him a bit of a character, but that character, in my opinion, is, as Rob used the word earlier, garbage. He comes out looking like a jock on SmackDown. Yeah. He's wearing this jersey, like a basketball jersey. Like a bas- he looks like a basketball player, doesn't he? He's got That's these shorts on. Looks like someone out the NBA. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's called Shorty G. Am I intellectually malnourished, or is this a really good idea? I can't tell. No, it's uh, a terrible I, I, idea. Like a lot of the things going on with WWE, Andy, I don't really know where to start with it, to be honest. Regarding the King of the Ring, yes, I was, I, he was over with me 100% in the King of the Ring tournament. I didn't really have that much of an issue with him losing the final because they're just building up Baron even more. And I have to say, Baron's one of the most entertaining parts of um, 
WWE half time when he comes out wearing his little crown. Mm. I do like his little crown. <laughs> his head. It's very entertaining. But I don't really know what they're doing with short shit. He's in the um, Hogan versus Flair match. He's, he's, in the Hogan. Is, he's yes. on. He's on Hogan's team, isn't he? Yes. But then when they said the best superstars in WWE. Not quite. It doesn't really look like that no, when you look at the teams. No, it really doesn't. They build it up when they had Randy and Seth as the captains. You think, okay, yes. Then you look at the teams now and it shows you that they're kind of lacking star quality, I think, is they what are. it's highlighting, isn't it? Especially exactly. now Seth's not even in it because he's given, got given his match against Bray, hasn't he? So. Yeah, and certain people are on the card elsewhere. Also, certain people just aren't going to... Like Daniel Bryan, he just won't go to Saudi Arabia out of protest. No, I agree with that. Which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah no, I think that's don't, don't, bang on. I mean, yeah, they build it as this huge pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I suppose there's a few even. of them don't want to... Kev, Kevin Owens is another one, isn't he? Just yeah, like and Sami Zayn, I yeah. believe. He didn't go well, Shinsuke's to, uh, not got a match. There's not really any reason exactly. for him to be there. No, is Shin's in the. Oh, no, Shin's uh, in, Shin's in the. Is he in the? He's, he's in, Flair, in the. Oh, Flair, he's yeah. in the team Flair, isn't he? Of course. I don't know if Zayn will go out though. They might I don't think they will probably won't be much point. Ten-man tag team match not really necessary, is it? I think he didn't go to either Greatest Royal Rumble or last year's Crown Jewel. Uh, but now, nah, I feel like, unless you have anything else to say on WWE, lads, I feel like maybe we should shift gears to a more positive standpoint. Yeah, we can. Can I Can I just say, just uh, one thing that I did like at the end of, of Raw was Kevin Owens coming out and stunning yes. AJ Styles. Yes. That is something I can really invest in. And if, if they can get him going for Styles' title, I think they could build a very he's over with the fans, a very good feud there. I think, that's, I think that's excellent. Um, one, other thi- uh, one other thing, quickly, just touching on the women's divisions, um, I'm slightly concerned who is going to be Becky's next challenger and who's going to be Bailey's next challenger. Well, it's Cross, I look isn't at, it? Yeah, but I don't think Cross is going to win. I, I can't see that. No. I don't know what they would do if she no. did. Um, it, I feel like it's waiting for a Sasha Bailey. But maybe that's just me. Well, I, don't I don't know, know how they're going to play it now. They're both heels. I don't know if they'll pull the trigger. No, because they both work as heels then, now. Well, unless okay. you want Bailey to keep the title for a while, well, maybe. Let's well, talk about Bailey, shall we? Or Bliss comes back yes. into the question. I don't know. Bliss, now, perhaps, is no, no, let's let's just centre on Bailey because um, for all the listeners who who don't know, and I don't see why you would know. Uh, Rob, Rob <laughs> yeah, Edwards, why would they know? <laughs> Rob Edwards here, Brute Boy Rob Edwards is a. Uh, uh, I'm a hugger. A, a huge fan. I'm a hugger. <laughs> Bailey. So when Rob first started watching uh, wrestling, he really gravitated towards Bailey. Uh, I can't tell you why. I'm sure he could. Uh, I, I don't really see I much of it. So it's that baby either. face persona and just mm, not anymore. It was a lovable character. <laughs> maybe because I was quite new in industry. It, maybe it, on people like you, maybe it worn off. But when yeah. I first saw it, I, just, I was I was drawn to the character. I'm not 100 sure why, but now carry uh, on <laughs> shows she's doing her job I guess that was what she yeah. was there to do yeah, exactly, wasn't she at so. the time so. and then the, the, the sniffing of a heel turn came when Sasha Banks returned and started yes. destroying Becky and everyone with steel chairs and and uh, Bailey was there to defend her and then one episode of Raw she, she finally took it on herself to make that heel turn and destroy Becky Lynch with a chair comes out on Smackdown and calls the audience uh, a female dog and tells them screw you all uh, confirming her heel turn next week she comes out with uh, new entrances she destroys the Bailey Buddies with a hammer or an axe whatever it was, it was just, and yeah, wins it was back bit. her title and wins back her title oh yeah so there. I questioned I was confused as to why she lost the title but then it makes sense it was to push her over the edge wasn't it, was it? to push the her over the development. edge so I understand so I'll that. ask you Rob seeing as though you were a Bailey Buddy uh, what do you make of her heel turn I won't lie I, I struggle I don't find it her as appealing anymore because she's lost that Babyface persona, and she's she's a bit scary to look at now. I won't lie. <laughs> Do you mean the makeup? She's well, just I think maybe that is it is the point of it. But I, it was a heel turn that was needed, in my opinion. The character had grown stale for a lot of the universe. But it was a good path to go down. She's just a 
bit sick now, isn't she? And I agree mm. with Connor. I don't really know who's going to take the title off her. I do like the push for Nikki Cross, though. I do. I like Cross. I like Nikki Cross. She's funny. If I wouldn't yeah. make much sense to have Cross take the title off I, her. I think I she's think. funny, but um, other than that, what, maybe Lacey Evans? Lacey, Ale- Evans, Alexa, like. Lacey, Lacey Evans seems to be getting quite a lot of TV at the moment. Yeah, maybe. so I saw on Twitter a lot of people weren't happy with the Lacey Evans match against the uh, nameless jobber. I am the issue with talent. I thought it was really good, actually. I don't She's a funny, hero. I like it? Lacey Evans. It was clever. Huge, yeah. It, 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 and I've, you know what? In all my years watching wrestling, I genuinely can't remember a match like that where someone uh, pretends to leave the ring, comes back and just finishes them off and pins them. I've never, I can't actually remember seeing that. I thought it was really original, different and new and... God knows they need a bit of originality She's in the product probably, at the minute. Yeah, I, I look at the SmackDown division. There's her, I suppose, Carmella. Oh, yeah. Mella's Mella. on there. And then that's really it. Too busy. Dana Brooks there, lurking, but that's <coughs> about it, really. They're, they're yeah. very short. Get back, Ronda. Yeah, that's the, that's what I well, want. I mean, and Nia Jax as well. I want Nia back. Well, I want Ronda. I'd love Ronda to win the Rumble. It would make sense. Or Nia, either of them. I'm hoping at least one of them. What, and then go back for Becky again and have another match with Becky? I think I wouldn't have an issue with that. There's still money in Ronda Becky. There is still money in it, in my opinion. It's unfinished business. It could mania again, to be fair. It could main event mania. Just those two. I mean, I know Charlotte got it in last time, and that was just to add up the numbers kind of thing, but I could really see that happening. Mm -hmm. I I think the fans will get behind that, 100%. Like I said, I feel at the moment there's certain people carrying WWE, so if if you get a good opponent against them, you've made your money. Get a good opponent against Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, someone like that. You've made your money. But Seth needs to drop that belt very soon because I'm noticing the fans are He's slowly turning against to turn him, it. aren't they? Because it's getting stale, and he and and well, the Bray Wyatt thing totally ended it for me. Mm, and now I, I, I do want to see him drop the belt. And it's a shame because he's an unbelievable wrestler, and I feel yeah. like. They've shafted him a bit, Royal. There with the with the storylines that they've done for him, it's been awful. Give McIntyre to take the belt off him. Well, if Team uh, Flair were to win. McIntyre's unbelievable. He it, I, his match against Ricochet was in Raw was class. He, he's just sick. Raw, it? He's been so underused. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Yeah, McIntyre. he is. He is quality. Absolutely. Quality. Visit, I'd I'd happily see him versus Seth and him to take the title. Get well, that back. was yeah the highlight of Raw and the highlight of SmackDown for me. I don't know about you lads. For me, there were two highlights and they weren't even actual matches, which is kind of saying something. My highlights were the Daniel Bryan segment yes, where no, he I turned, like... kind of, he teased turning face again. Yeah. I, I think it's I think really it's, clever. I think, it's I think he time. needs to. He turned to come back to a face. Yeah. I think. Do you agree? Yes, yeah. I agree. I think he should be faced. Yeah. I think it's clever storytelling and who knows, then maybe have a feud for the IC title with Nakamura. I'd have no issue with that either. It's doing no something with both of them, isn't it? Yeah. Agree, yeah, 100%. And also the um, segment, now I thought the Brock lesnar Kane Velasquez story was really badly done. Because they haven't actually built Cain Velasquez up. Because he hasn't been Does allowed to speak? say anything. Does he speak? I've seen an interview with really him. interested in it, bit. In UFC, and he does speak English. So why if, is he not speaking? I don't know. What's the point? I don't know. It seems really at backwards. While we're on that, they can't get enough of Tyson Fury speaking. Ah! With his big Manchester accent that the, that the Americans clearly what's can't it? understand. What did he call Braun Strowman the other day? You big bum dosser. Big bum dosser. <laughs> I see you in Saudi, you big bum dosser. <laughs> God, that's scarily good if I say so myself. <laughs> it, is, it was good. It's a, with these with that match and Fury versus Strowman. It's going to attract people who don't normally watch wrestling, which it, is the positive aspect of it. I exactly that, and we were talking about that, weren't we, Andy? We were talking about how UK views on WWE isn't really as high as it could be. Dwindling. But Tyson Fury at Crown Jewel, mm-hmm. half of the nation will watch it purely because Tyson Fury's fighting. Yeah. 
That's right. That, and it's going to get it up. And then, then people might watch it and be like, oh, this is all right. But then I just worry they'll see some other stuff that they're doing. They'll just see yeah. Shorty G in his NBA outfit. Well, and they'll think, this well, is the okay. concern for you. Can I just bring up one more point before we make a, yeah. a brief switch? Boys. Oh, my word. What's going on with Kofi Kingston? Why did they do that to him? For those of you who don't know... Kofi Kingston defended his uh, WWE Championship on the uh, on the premiere night of SmackDown on Fox to Brock Lesnar. Um, if WWE had decided and actually paid Brock Lesnar enough to actually do a full match, it probably would have been phenomenal. But as it stands, they probably didn't pay Brock Lesnar enough and he had it done in under 30 seconds. I knew it was going to happen as well, Ten. but it was still frustrating. Ten. Even worse. Oh, it's so annoying. I feel so bad Why, boys? Why, why, gents? Why Why is that happening? build him up so... And just to- Oh. He was the Kofi was the best booked wrestler of he lose. 2019. Basically, he was not losing ever since that elimination chamber match where he almost won the belt from Brian. He was booked strong, stronger than anyone on the roster. 100%. Anyone, I think if he ask- was winning left, right, and centre, he beat all comers. He beat Samoa Joe. Yeah. He beat Randy Orton. He beat everybody. He literally did. I think and, if you ask most people from Mania, that's what people probably remember the most: the Kofi moment. A lot of people probably say, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that match it against was Brian was really good. Yeah. It was great. And then to have that moment on Fox, you know, it's the premiere, you know, all the eyes are watching on the product. In my opinion, to a casual viewer, they see that, I'd be disappointed. You say, okay, so this bloke is the WWE champion. So basically, he's the face of your company. He's your world champion. He is technically the best wrestler in the company. And he loses in 10 seconds. To me, that says everything that's happened before this doesn't really matter because it's over now. And we said so. One I think F5. Fox have just gone in and said, look, we're starting afresh. 1F5. Yeah. That's awful. Where Seth can kick out about five of them at some of Reigns kicks out about ten. Shine. <laughs> <laughs> and then one Superman punch and he's won it. And now he's just back, bless him, in the new day, isn't he? Yeah. And he lost. He, he lost. Got, he got rolled up. Then. He got rolled up by Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode beat <laughs> the New Day, who are arguably the best tag oh, team in the company. You're telling me behind the scenes he's happy me. with how he's been treated. No. Go to AEW, Kofi. <sighs> well... I guess we can shift There you go, gears. I've given you the not yet. Oh, not yet. <laughs> Do you not want to get onto AEW? What about our favourite wrestler who's just gone missing, Liv Morgan? Oh. What, right, we need to have some bets about what we think she's going to come back as before we I go love the AW. idea of her being with The Fiend. What do you think, Rob? Well, she's on that, Raw. It's and, not going to happen Yeah, what, what do you think? I don't know. I'm interested to see... She comes out like bold. <laughs> what? How could that happen? <laughs> I, I don't know. I would hope they're doing something with her. I think they are. What the we, whole saw is that we saw that town hall meeting. You see me come back yeah. when she lost to Charlotte. So they must be doing something with her. And plus, she got draft picked as well and got a very good crowd reception when she, she got draft picked. Her internet presence is huge. Yes. Fans love I've, Liv Morgan. Yeah. They I love wonder her. why. Well, it's, it, well, let's face it, she's a, a lovely looking lady. She is. But she's, she's young. also good. She's young. Very young as she well. She seems talented. She seems very talented. She seems full of beans, which is, I think, you know, you need that. When you're watching TV, you want them to look like they're really loving it, don't you? And I think if you get a couple more of them, WWE can start pushing in the right direction again. Hmm. Yeah. But now, finally, Andy, we can switch to where you want to go. Yes, we can switch gears. And gears is actually quite uh, an interesting word there. Because All Elite Wrestling are putting on a, a pay-per-view on the night called Full Gear. And we're, we haven't talked about AEW yet. All Elite Wrestling, of course, started uh, earlier on this year in 2019. They had four pay-per-views, I believe, before they started uh, AEW Dynamite live on TNT in America and on ITV4 in the UK. And my word, Unbelievable, this is an outstanding wrestling show. This is amazing. It started with such promise. It started with such promise of being a wrestling fan and watching WWE all these years. I was 
half expected to be a bit disappointed. I was not disappointed. Double or nothing. The first pay for you was outstanding. I was lucky enough to go to Fighter Fest in uh, in Florida. Just equally as outstanding. Fight for the Fallen and then All Out. Just amazing stuff. And lads, I want to get Connor. I'll start with you. Your thoughts on Dynamite so far, the product, AEW, what they're doing, and and how much you just loving this. Absolutely phenomenal, Andy. It's just miles better than I expected it to be. I, being honest, I thought it'd be slightly tacky, quite poorly written. Matches be a little bit poor. How wrong I was. The moves that they do are just absolutely phenomenal. They make WWE look totally PG, and AEW is just X-rated. The moves that, that, you know, they put their bodies on the line. I mean, I know it's a cliche, but seriously. I mean, I was watching a um, a match between, I think it was Janela and Moxley, was it? Oh, yeah. And that was uh, just completely off the charts. AEW said they don't want anything to do with it because it was just brutal. I mean, Janela yeah. got suplexed into thumbtacks in bare feet and in, straight into his back. I mean incredible yeah. and they've picked up some unbelievable athletes like Sean Spears who for those of you who don't know was uh, Ty Dillinger on WWE completely underused brought him here and he's a total badass yeah you know he's lost every match but he is still great when he exactly. comes out he still gets a when reaction when he hit uh, Cody Rhodes with the, the chair yeah. the stiffness of that chair shot my word I wow. was there I heard it, it I felt wow. it through me it was unreal um, uh, John Moxley who was Dean Ambrose now one of the main the main people. It's it's phenomenal. Um, Jake Hager, who yeah. used to be Jack Swagger on WWE. Absolute man mountain. Unbelievable. And then the two men who, who steal it for me, Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho. I mean, Chris Jericho is just the best. He's a genius. He, he is he? the best. He I mean, knows exactly what he's doing. He is, he is the king. Yeah. Le champion. Le champion. A little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. Yeah. You know, he's unbelievable. And, you know, even that little segment... Um, on Dynamite on Wednesday when he's up there with his tickets and Cody's running up and he's like, I got tickets, I yeah. got tickets. I think they made a t-shirt out of that. It became such a good slogan. I, mean, yeah. I can't wait for well, their match just, at Full Gear. Let's talk I about... Exactly, wait. Right, this is the thing, okay? So they're building matches brilliantly. The Sean Spears versus Cody Rhodes match, they built unbelievably well and that what they didn't have tv deal then they weren't even on television it was just pay-per-views and that match i was craving to see it i was yeah. salivating at the thought of it chris jericho versus cody rhodes my word they're I building it so wait. brilliantly they're building things and you want to watch them you you'll pay money to watch them and that's what pay-per-view is you want exactly. to pay to watch it i wouldn't want to pay to watch crown jewel in my fact tyson no. fury is the only thing about it that i'm sort of interested in really yeah, same Whereas this, I want to see everything. I want to see everything on that card because, on my word, they are selling it to us brilliantly. What about you, Rob? Uh, you finished um, Dynamite very recently, so it's fresh in your mind. What were, you, what were your thoughts on this week's show um, and your overall feelings? For me, at the moment, I, I'm in love with the tag team matches. I think they're unbelievable. The pace of them, the first one, um, Private Party versus Lucha Bros. My, oh word. my it's word. It's just what, what I like, It's just how fast the matches on WWE. After time, they just stood there taunting the crowd. It's so slow and tedious to watch. But with these, they're throwing themselves off the apron the whole time. It's unbelievable. Well, tell us your reaction. You and I watched it together. It was the first round of the tag team tournament, uh, Private Party versus Young Bucks. Oh, Everyone expected Young Bucks to win. And then what happened? Private Party it stole it. Unbelievable. I mean, the Young Bucks were, were my picks at the part of the tournament. They are the standout tag team probably in AEW at the moment. But they just completely... Private Party were unbelievable. Obviously, they did lose uh, last week's Dynamite to Lucha Bros. Mm. But it's just, the matches are just unbelievable. They set the tone, AW back, I believe, in the Cody versus Dustin match way back when, in the first pay-per-view, which was just unbelievable. 
even if you're not into wrestling, if you watch that match, I, I, you'd be moved slightly, I think, oh, it, by the I, end. It's I just got, unbelievable. I don't cry, but they, I got a little bit teary. They set the tone back then. It's just, it's building slowly. Well, I don't say slowly, it's building rapidly. Yeah. And WWE just needs to watch out because they're, they're in danger of losing more superstars if it carries on the way it is. Now, it's the, it's the Wednesday Night Wars. It's AEW Dynamite versus WWE NXT. In the states, go on, Connor. You know what? Urging. Why is NXT on a Wednesday? It's getting killed. NXT Why is would good. they? No, but NXT is brilliant. It At is. the moment, I think it's better than Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. NXT is good. Move it. Move it. It's good. I don't know if they can. I don't, I don't know if they can. PR-wise, that would be a disaster because it will show that after no, a few losing. weeks, I know. Weakness, I know. Because I everyone agree. knows. Everyone knows agree. that they are losing badly. AEW are not even getting a million viewers. Their first premiere episode just about peaked a million. Ever since then, it's been down. It's getting yeah. you know, about 0.7. Is Whereas AEW is, is getting oh, over yeah, yeah, a million. AEW is getting over a million yeah. every episode. Which for a, a company that actually has had, I think, you, actually less than ten shows. Pay per view and TV. Yeah, but look who they've yeah, got heading up, though, Andy. Chris Jericho, unbelievable. But still, Cody Rhodes, unbelievable. Kenny Omega, John Moxie. I am so excited for Kenny Omega versus John Moxie. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I love, I, I love Kenny Omega. I think Kenny Omega is brilliant. Again, they're building. That started awesome. at Fighter Fest, the second ever uh, pay per view event. That yeah. was ages ago, and they're still building the match to make you want to even more. And then I liked uh, Pat getting involved as well and getting his match against uh, Moxley yeah. on Dynamite. That's right. um, I really like that as well. I like Pac. I think he's got good character there. That's right. And even people like Darby Allen, Jimmy Havoc, you know, all, all these boys who are coming just a little bit behind, but they're still they're still they've excellent. They've got a lot of potential to yeah. work with. And they're, they're just going to keep taking people. And yeah. they're just going to keep doing it. It's not just the wrestlers. I'd like to. I'd love to have a mention of the announced teams. Now, I, yes, I, I hate the idea that we're bashing WWE constantly, but unfortunately, folks, the product at the moment it's in the, world wrestling is, happening, is yeah. not up to Pat. Up, no. up, to, up to scratch. It really isn't. Pat. After pack, that's right. Sorry, <laughs> too it's in my, it's too in my much head. in your mind. That's right. <laughs> AEW, however, their announced teams. Okay, Jim Ross, he is the best ever. I don't he care. is the voice of he, wrestling. He simple is. as that. He is. Tony Schiavone was the voice of the '90s, in my opinion. Very he good. had an outstanding run in WCW back in the day, and Excalibur's a fantastic play-by-play man. Knows every move under the sun, and together they just gel. They really do. Don't they add so much they to the product? They really, really do. I mean, Jr. As, as you, he was the voice of wrestling growing up, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, that was. My God, my God. Well, yeah, that's why he's in the opening of our As show. God's witness, he is broken in half. That's it. Do you know what I mean? That's it. I mean, it's what people remember. You see them they, You see them put that clip on all other sort of, um, you know, videos and stuff like that because it is so good. And like you said, they just gel. They finish each other's sentences. They know what they're talking about. And everyone respects JR. You notice that. Everyone. Yeah. I don't know if they if they still do it, but they used to, at the pay-per-views before it went on, they used to um, bring him out to his music. And oh, they, 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 they do, still that. do that. As they well. do that. They, you know, they cheer him when they come out. And he gets that huge Because he is, he is the man. Yeah. And they, they gel so well together. And you can just start to see they're just slowly getting their storylines better together, cutting more promos. And it's just becoming a real, real great event, I think. Conversely, when the whole WWE draft happened, they changed the announcings up. Uh, so on Raw, it is uh, Vic Joseph, formerly of 205 Live, Jerry the King Lawler, Hall of Famer, one of the best colour commentators ever, and uh, Dio Madden, who was on NXT for a little while. Don't worry, we'll talk about that more in detail. And on SmackDown, uh, originally, it was supposed to be the Raw team switching over Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Renee Young, who is no longer a commentator, instead presenting WWE backstage on Fox with Booker T. Um, Rob? Why? Why is Renee not there anymore? I don't know, Andy. To be honest with you, not that I I, I love Corey 
and Michael, obviously. Michael's a legend. I, I think it misses Rene. It's it's still good, but I, I like having the three people yeah. there. Because now it's just Michael and Corey. And Corey isn't... I like it when Corey... He almost gives the perspective of the heels, doesn't he? He can't really yeah. do that as much anymore now that he hasn't got Rene to, on the other to side. To be a spoil. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You were beginning to notice that they, uh, Rene and Corey started to sort of develop that chemistry. They'd yeah. be sort of finishing each other's sentences mm. and they'd be having jokes. Real rapport. You know, Rene would be taking the mick out of Corey and vice versa. Then they just sort of, they, you could tell they were starting to work together and then Michael being the sort of mediator in the middle and it started to work really well. And then now that you've taken that away, Corey's sort of more... He's more serious, which he can do, but I quite like him, him being... But I question if more... Fox even looked at the, the <laughs> shows before they got involved. Maybe... They just seem to have not taken into regard anything before Maybe then. Fox want it to be... Because I heard well, they, before they, they, they have the money it to be more it sports. Is, they own it, but... Well, it's... But it's not, though, because it's, it's barely any matches. No. So that confuses me. I know. <laughs> that really confuses me, because there's not really many matches. It's still early days. Of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're still, it get it's still sorting it all out. I'm hoping it will get better, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I talked about the SmackDown announced teams. Now let's go to Raw. So Vic Joseph, I think we're all of the like mind. Vic. He's all right, he's good. good. He's got room to grow. I, I he's enthusiastic, and he gets you excited. Yeah, I think he's good. Jerry Lawler, I mean, he carries the announced team. Need we say more? Him and JR back in the day. Well, for me anyway, I mean, I don't know about you, but them two. I mean, you know, well, he, hilarious. When when actually when Jerry came in, he was only he's been pegged to be only temporary. But my word, if they get rid of him, oh, I don't know what they're going to do because mm. Dio Madden, uh, I had not heard of him before he got the gig at, at Raw, and I can honestly tell you he has added absolutely nothing to the broadcast. I'd shock if I heard his voice. I'll pass over to you, mate. You've oh, okay. got, you, you've <laughs> got the comments. You were pointing at me. No, 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 I you... add nothing no. to this podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Actually, that's a great point. I, I, I never thought about that. that. Like I say, Rob is the Dio Madden on this podcast. If I heard his voice, I don't think I would really recognise. I don't know. He doesn't really say anything. No. He's just there. He adds nothing to the commentary. I, I love Vic. Vic gets me excited. I just didn't say anything. He's so irrelevant. So I don't mean to be mean. I've never heard of him before. No. And if he ever, when he leaves. Preferably soon. I won't, I won't remember him. <laughs> Such a waste of space on that commentary team. Get, really Mi- get Mickey James in, yeah. I oh mean, yes, you know, she's I been know doing she, stuff. She's been doing main events. Yeah. So get get Mickey James. Hope see what she can do. Add add yeah. that female presence back to the announced team, which we're lacking with Renee. And I agree. Uh, now um, I want to preview the uh, AEW Tag Team Tournament. Now the final. It's going to be uh, Lucha Bros versus SCU. So Cal uncensored. It's going to be Frank Xarian, Scorpio Sky after Christopher Daniels was injured by the Lucha Brothers. Yes. Again, I didn't even n- notice that that would pegging towards the final. No. I didn't even know when they did it. I thought, why on earth would they attack them? That's so random. But now I know because they have a vested interest. Now they have heat with each other. These two mm-hmm. teams don't like each other because one of their teammates is injured because of what the Lucha Bros did to them. It's clever storytelling and now I can't wait to see it. Uh, I want to get your predictions. Who is going to be the first ever, Connor, I'll start with you, first ever All Elite Wrestling World Tag Team Champions? Brief, brief pause oh, there. Oh, um... I put you on the spot and I apologise, but... It's a real, it's really interesting because I can't. It's hard to call. SCU, okay. Purely because I think with the whole attacking, I think Chris Jericho will keep the title after full gear against Cody Rhodes. So I think then you'll have SCU as a bit more of a face because Lucha Bros are for heel. But if I was choosing, I'd give it the Lucha Bros because for me, they're my favourite tag team in the in the business at the moment. I just think the moves that they do, it's not human. They're and not humans. And their theme tune is to die for. They're it, not right? humans. Simple as that. Robert. I'd give it to Lucha. I, I agree with Connor. I think they are 
them and the Young Bucks are the best two tag teams in it. It would make sense to give them the titles to start off. You're going to give it to the best, but then, yes. But then you don't know, do you? Because... I don't have an issue with either of them winning it, it can with, I say. With the women's title, Nyla Rose was such a big favourite and then Riho won it. So are they going to shift yeah. more towards that again or are they going to shock us in other places? Well, you just I, don't know, do you? Uh, my personal pick, both I want to happen and I think will happen, is Lucha Bros. Purely because... Yes, I hope so. Uh, they need they need a heel kind of champion because yeah. Riho and... Um, actually, no, I know Jericho's a heel as well, but I feel like they need heel champions in the tag team division because most of the, the tag team division are faces, I think. The main yes, ones anyway. Are, yeah. Private Party, Young, Young Bucks, Bucks yeah. they're really yeah, mm-hmm. best friends. Um... I, I would have yeah, I like the best friends, friends. they're, funny, they're very good hug it out hug it they out. are really good Dark Order and Luch Bros who really heals isn't yeah, it yeah, 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 exactly. and of any note anyway yeah. um, and also because they've beaten the Young Bucks you know what I mean they, they've beat they, I think, I'm pretty sure they're undefeated the Lucha Bros they're just a fantastic unit as just individuals uh, I think they uh, lost to the that was Young a six, Bucks that was a six man oh it was with uh, Kenny Omega you're as right well. it was yes um, but in terms of two on two yes, tag no, team right, matches I believe beaten. they're undefeated they are yes. and so why wouldn't they carry that on I think they should I think they should as well brilliant well that's full gear and that's on the ninth known to advertise but I think you know if you're not so much a wrestling fan who haven't seen the AEW product I suggest you watch that pay for time because my word it could be good Now, lads, right, it's time for a little bit of knowledge test. Okay, so I'm going to test your knowledge. What I've done is I've created five questions. Okay. Uh, two for Connor, two for Rob, and then one that I want you to figure out together. Okay? Oh, friends. I like to think you'll get all of these, but I'm not so sure. What are you ooing? <laughs> like me. We're not friends. You're just, you're just, <laughs> I'm a face. He's a heel. You're not best friend. <laughs> no, we're not hugging it out. No, that's fine. I understand that. So... The uh, this quiz and it's a little quiz segment I will refer to as the big. It's a big quiz. I'll refer is that to the it. name of it? The no, big quiz. It is. Let him finish. All right. So I'm a heel. You wanted me to be a heel, <laughs> so I'm being the heel. That's very true. The quiz is the big as Ivar's butt quiz. Oh, I just, oh. <laughs> and I call it that because. Well, yeah, I think you should explain to us who Ivar is. Okay. You can't just move Given on the reference. So yeah. one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions oh, yeah, uh, their is, tag team is the Viking champions. Raiders, brilliant. made up of Eric and Ivar. And Ivar, Connor uh, pointed out to me. Uh, when we were watching Raw a couple of weeks ago, that he has the largest posterior of any wrestler I've ever seen. He He's on there with Rikishi in terms of big butts. And this quiz is a big deal. I'm going to be keeping tally every week to see who gets the most. Okay. Uh, and sometimes it will be a draw because it's kind of an even number. Is it on just this week or are we talking past as well? Uh, it is kind of... It's They're all relevant. Okay. okay. They're all relevant to the current climate, should we say, in recent time. Okay. Wicked. So, the big as Ivar's butt quiz starts now with you, Rob. Okay, question one for you. Which British boxer and Olympic bronze medalist signed for All Elite Wrestling two days ago? That would be Mr. Anthony Agogo. Correct! Great well done. Boom. Oh, brilliant. Easy peasy. And he's pretty awful. The heel's the coming out. coming out. I'm a heel. <laughs> question two. This is for Mr. Conferity. Who is the current WWE 24-7 champion. Sunil Singh? I'm going to give you that. Correct, yes. Is it Sunil? Sunil. I wouldn't I don't know the difference. You you said Sunil. What did you say? I said Sunil. It's Samir Singh and Sunil. Oh, I got it wrong. So you kind of went in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do I give him that? Nah, you don't give me that. That's wrong. Okay, I'll give you that. I wouldn't have known. I don't don't actually... I knew it was the Singh brothers. I tried to guess which one it was. That's fine. Without... um, you 
being Same. yeah without just going to sing Robert of course oh, Robert I'll be harsh is, on myself is, this is your second question what do AEW wrestler MJF's initials stand oh. for it's his and, name and I neglect to I neglect to say uh, if, if Rob does not get this it will pass to Connor who might know I don't know Marvin <laughs> you already, already uh... <laughs> it is his name though I swear no it's not is it not his name no, I thought mean, it was his not. name I thought his initials they stood for his name yeah, yeah they do they but do. it's not Marvin Mark you're Matthew Connor I will pass to you what does the initials stand for MJF. is it Michael Jacob Friedman <laughs> it's not Michael is it I saw it earlier because I was, I, I will, when okay, I was following what, him through the Twitter, I saw it. I will give oh. the point to whoever gets MJF's first name. Jacob Friedman is his surname, or middle name and surname. On... I don't know how much time to give you. I'm a heel, so I'm going to look on the Twitter. <laughs> no, not to look. If you, if, if you can't get it in the next 10 seconds, I will have to reveal it, and it will be a void answer. I don't answer. know what it is. 10. Stupid question. 9, 8, 7... Six. Maxwell. Well done, Connor Faraty. Outstanding work. Yeah. Okay, that is a point. You have redeemed yourself there, so you've taken a point off Robert. It's now 1-1. One, one. And now, Connor, this question goes to you now. What is the name of the wrestler who will face Cesaro this Thursday at Crown Jewel? I don't know that. Well, the answer's... Oh, for, do yeah. I need both names? No. Yeah, one, oh, Manzur. Yes! I Correct. thought he had the first name. <laughs> no, Manzur, that is it. And congratulations. Ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> Thunderbolt Connor has won the I'm not quiz working with him for, for the this final week. question because that was rigged in my opinion how was it rigged got the final right. question though. I mean, the final question okay Robbie Rupert, so you so could get more I don't know how, how vast your knowledge is of this but I want you between you and Connor to name eight you have to get to eight eight wrestlers who appeared both for WWE and how AEW how's that going to work would you want us to give their names on both no 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 no. you could just give me one or both of their names so I'll start with Connor give me just one one person who has appeared for both companies okay Chris Jericho very good Rob Cody Rhodes very good Connor Sean Spears or Ty Dillinger whichever very you want to call him Robert Dustin Rhodes very good Connor Jake Hager Jack Swagger good we're on five we need three more Rob John Moxley very good six two more come on Tommy Dreamer Yes! Very good. We need one more name, Rob. One more name. Come on. You can do this. Try and think of the, the budget battle roll at Double Nothing. They had a couple names yeah, in there. Yeah, they did. That's yeah, where I got Tommy Dreamer from. Oh, yes, you kept the women included. Women included. And we'll get to the women in AW in just a second. And if you can't get it... I was like, Awesome Kong. Yes! Awesome Kong. Yeah, she wrestled yeah. as Karma she in did, 2011. Yes. Very good. A big round of applause, lads. Come on, do it yourself. Come on, round of applause. Well I'm done. I'm not applauding your stupid quiz. Oh, just because you He's lost. A heel, I'm a heel. I'm trying to play the heel role for you here, Andy. Yeah, okay. Well, very good. Uh, now, you mentioned Awesome Kong there, and she is part of the AEW women's roster. Uh, so I'd like to uh, diverge. We talked about the women in WWE, oh, Becky and Bailey, and that. Let's talk about the women in AEW. Now, personally, this is my one criticism. Now, I'll make this criticism before Connor goes on no, a tangent. I know about, where you're going to go with it. Don't worry. I feel like the women are being somewhat underutilized. In AEW, there many are many of them. There are, no, there are not many, and they're only getting really one match a card, or one segment, maybe two at, at a push. The main stars, of course, Riho, who wasn't on Dynamite this week, which is fine. Uh, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, Connor, hold your breath, and uh, and and Nyla Rose, but she hasn't been on for a little while as well. So, I feel, uh, am I right in saying that, Rob? I mean, what do you think? No, no, the women no, seem to be a bit underutilized. Yeah, they are being a bit um, underused, apart from. Brit Breaker and Rio, none of the others are really appearing on TV. Obviously, Brandy comes out with her husband 
on occasion, which obviously would make sense. But yes, I, I, I struggled to name a lot of the women in it because they haven't really, since Dynamite started, they've only been Rio, Nyla Rose and Britt Baker really have been involved predominantly yeah. in the storylines. They do need to give it a bit more attention. There's not, and we haven't had a, a women's match announced for um, Full Gear, have we yet? No, we have not. You, I, I would hope that Rio will get an opponent for it. Might that might be announced on next week's Dynamite? But yes, it is an avenue that they need to improve. But it's still early days. I'm sure with time they will give it more attention. So I'm, I'm not too concerned at this point. No, but I'd, you'd like to see more, and especially that all the stuff that's going on with women in the business. They've really taken it on. They main event WrestleMania. You know, they've done all this great stuff. Women's tag team championships are now part of the scene in WWE. Yeah, if so- they can. Get the if they can give the women's division a boost, which is something that WWE is arguably done over the last few years, then they would be pushing them even more. What so. I will say is that before AEW uh, started really taking off, Tony Khan, the president, did say that they would have women's tag team championships at some point. So when that is, I'm not sure, but that would be great. I think you can agree. Oh, yeah. I can it's see still some, early days. Yeah, absolutely. I can see some definite partners, you know, awesome Kong and Azure Kong maybe. Uh, Connor, we'll just get to you now. I mean, you know, whenever we watch Dynamite and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD comes on, you seem to just light up. A bit like Rob with Bailey. Although I understand Britt Baker more because I can see the opinion. Oh, you know what? <laughs> no, fine. I was waiting for a comment to be made. No, so, fine. No, the floor is yours, Mr. Faraday. Please tell us. I, I will. Just just before I do, though, I, I definitely think AEW do need to sort of grow the women's division. I think I think they need to get a few more people on there. But you know, they've they've got great wrestlers who, like you said, have just seemed to have gone a bit into the dark at the moment. I mean, I know I know Brandy's obviously with Cody at the moment with um, Chris Jericho and things like that. But you know, Awesome Kong as well has gone into the sort of into the background. Nyla Rose, um, Penelope Ford as well. We haven't seen much of her. She she's very talented. B Priestley as well. Ali, Ali, Ali and B Priestley two excellent yeah. wrestlers again. Had um, B had a little feud with Britt. Hopefully they're going to bring that back now that Britt didn't win the title. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I mean, Britt Baker's just brilliant, isn't she? I mean, she's a dentist. You know, <laughs> she's a dentist. No, in real I mean, life, the, I mean the fact that she is a dentist and wrestles. I read a really, really good article about it, where she was like, uh, she always wanted to be a dentist, and she literally got her degree and everything, but she loved pro wrestling too much to let it go. Mm. So she decided to do both. Yeah, and she's brilliant, Andy. I think she's she's excellent. I think her um, her submission move is brilliant. Some of the moves she does. I thought her match against Riho was was excellent. The way uh, Riho managed to turn her submission into a pinning combination, and unfortunately she lost. But I think I think that's a good thing to do. I, you know, you can't make Riho lose, literally two matches well, after she the won title, the title. Stupid as well. on anyone else, uh, doesn't it? Not even that though. You can't have Rio win the title and then make her no, lose. No, oh, no, no. But I think I think Britt Baker definitely needs to keep appearing in in, in Dynamite just, weekly. Just for you, just yeah. for me. That's make right. make a happy yeah. man. I've ordered her merch as well. Um, Britsburg T-shirt <laughs> will be will be on its way, and I'll be wearing probably hopefully wearing it by the next time the podcast. Hopefully, it will have arrived by then. Very but good. Uh, yes, uh, excellent wrestler and. Uh, Lovely looking lady as well. And a great finishing move. That, my word, where she puts her, her mouth in the teeth. And uh, what happened to, well, we, we neglect to say there was a wrestler from Southampton on yes. the show. Yes, there was. Yes, Pretty just cool. round the corner. Jamie. Jamie just round the corner. And she was good. She was good heel. Yeah, she was, yeah. The way she, because it obviously was at uh, Pittsburgh, Brits, hometown, Britsburg, as they like to call it. And she played up to the crowd really, really well. I thought she, she did very well. She actually made a botch, which was hilarious. She tried to um, steal a fan's sign. And just couldn't get a good grip and then just wasn't able to rip it off the fan. I, I thought did that see was that. quite hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, it was quite funny. So all in all, I think um, we can agree that AEW's women's division needs a boost. It needs a bit more TV it does. time. Yes. But 
all the groundwork is there. They just need to find time to actually invest, right? We're nitpicking in AEW, aren't we? we are. here? We really are. We're I just wanted that's to balance how out. good it is, though. Yeah, no, that's why we we're, have we're to trying to find. We have to nitpick because we? it is so because good. It is, it's all just positive. No. About but it, like so. I said, I feel really bad for NXT because for me at the moment NXT is better than Raw and SmackDown I, wish to, I thought it was Yet, brilliant on Wednesday because it's on the Wednesday people are just so invested in AEW at the moment yeah and it sucks it really sucks because the way Finn Balor heel turned on Johnny oh, Gargano and backed up the class. Undisputed Era I mean that was phenomenal the way yeah, he was brilliant I've never seen that side to Balor before well he hasn't been a heel in his entire WWE career no, no. it's but. wicked and the fact that he went back to NXT, I think, also shows how he sees Raw and SmackDown going. As much as them maybe putting him on NXT, I think a lot of it was to do with him wanting to go back to NXT. Wow. And the way, look how Triple H is investing on his time in NXT now as well. That's right. Funny when you actually put an ex-wrestler who was unbelievable in the business on a wrestling he show. He knows what he's doing. Look how good it actually turns out to be. <laughs> very true. Very true. Well, we talked about WWE and AEW's a death, which is a few minutes away from the end of our premiere episode of Monday Night Gore on Nerf Podcast. But before we do that... I would just like to get uh, your predictions for Crown Jewel, okay? It is this Thursday. Yes. It's coming up. Halloween, no avoiding it. it. Halloween, that's right. Can't avoid it. It's going to happen. Is that a, uh, a reasonable time for us as well? I think it's like 7 o'clock or yeah, something because it's, it's of not the, the Saudi times. Huge time delay, yeah. So I'm just going to go through the card, and I'd like you to give me who's going to win and why. So we'll start with the, the match that's been totally random, but it's a bit of fun, and I'm quite interested to see how it goes. Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Team Hogan, Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G, my word, and Ali versus Team Flair. I forgot about Ali. Yes. Yeah. Ali, yeah, he's very good. Hey, Ali is good. He is good, yeah. Right. Team Ric Flair, Orton, Corbin, Lashley, Nakamura, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, Rob, start with you. Who have you got and why? <coughs> well, I'd like to see Team Flair win, because looking at the quality of teams... Orton, Corbin, Lashley, Shinsuke and Drew compared to Reigns, OK, and Rusev and Ricochet, Gable and Ali. No offence, but one team is significantly stronger than the other. But yeah. it will probably be the faces who win. I'll be honest, that's probably what will happen. Yeah, well, the faces will win. There's not really much more I can say about that. I'm with you on that, but the only reason I'm watching it is because I want to see Flair and Hogan yeah. absolutely batter each other Don't on the outside. Interest Anyone in see Ric Flair on uh, Monday Night Raw when he forgot where it was in SmackDown? Uh, where SmackDown was, Sarah Shriver went up to him and he went, oh, I'll see you on Friday in Cleveland. Wait, are you in Cleveland? And Sarah just didn't reply. She was just looking at him. I was like, oh no, poor Ric Flair. But he's off on one at the moment. The man's old. I mean, but oh, he's, he's off on one. He's brilliant though. He's off on one. I love him. His he's promos legends. are fantastic. So I can't wait for him and Hogan to have a little yeah, thing yeah. on the outside. Yeah. Um, but yes, I think probably the faces will, yeah. will win. And the fact that um, Flair's never beaten Hogan before as well. No, I can't see them changing well. it. Well, I'm actually going to differ with you there I'm going to give Team Flair the win purely on the basis that I think maybe it's just going to be a favour because wrestlers you'd be surprised what wrestlers are like they have these little political things going on like you know if someone does a job for someone they're going to want to repay the favour so I actually can see Team Flair going over I know it's Roman Reigns I'd like Flair to win I really want Team Flair to win I want Flair to win don't get me wrong I want Team Flair to win but Roman Reigns is so OP isn't he Andy of course he is Roman Reigns doesn't lose he'll probably be the when was the last time he lost I don't know because obviously he didn't lose the title in the Clash of Champions didn't he but that wasn't Harper came out no that wasn't a clean loss yeah that was a clean loss probably against Lesnar yeah, that mania. That was so. That was yeah. That was so long, long time. time. Uh, okay, uh, let's go for uh, Mansoor, as you correctly said earlier on, Connor oh, versus we Cesaro. Oh. We know who's going to win. Who's Man- going to win, Rob? Mansoor. Mansoor, but Cesaro is being mugged off again. Mm. Oh, 
I hate it. I understand. Very good wrestler. He just can't speak. That's the problem. He's lost his two front teeth. (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be difficult for most people. No, I I totally agree with you, but he he doesn't like him, does he, Vince? He's such a beast. Don't get me wrong. What he wears in the ring is so stupid. He looks like a girl from the waist down with his trackies and his little socks. No socks on and those little trainers he wears. Little pink trainers. He's such a good wrestler. I know. But But we know who's going to win that. Mansell Mansell won the the uh, 50-man Royal Rumble. Battle Royal, sorry. Is he on NXT or something, yeah? He's on nothing. He he. Right. So since that that big win in Saudi last year, what's he done? He went to NXT UK and lost to Travis Banks. That's it. That's the only time he's been on television. He's, he's Saudi Arabia's little boy, isn't he? That's he's, it. He's there. So Tony Storm, boy, isn't he? I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, then we have Angel. this nine-team tag team turmoil match, World Cup, to decide Jesus, God, the best me. tag team in the world. We have the Shane. New Day. Versus, no, not Shane. He's gone now. He's got fired. <laughs> Rightfully so. Uh, New Day, Viking Raiders with Ivar and his big butt. Uh, heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party. No, I don't The B team are in it as well. Yeah, oh, Kurt oh, Hawkins God. and Zack Ryder. The Revival, the OC, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Uh, Ziggler and Rude. And as Rob mentioned, the B team. Now, that's a lot of teams. Uh, and Too it's a, many. A, a tag team turmoil match is just, match. just a mess, an absolute cluster of... Of, of, It'll be quite entertaining. Madness. They've done it for entertainment for the yeah. Saudi Arabians, yeah. haven't they? Definitely. But who's going to win Viking this one? Raiders. I mean, this is hard to read. Do you reckon the Viking Raiders? Can't make them lose yet, can you? They're so good. I'd let's say them. And why good. wouldn't you wait for a match against AOP when AOP come back? <sighs> or yes, but I think you can't well, make I, the Raiders I, lose just yet. You know, personal Keep by, through personal, just I'd like heavy machinery with Matt oh, Smile. Oh yeah, of course. But yeah, the Viking Raiders. Are unbelievable, but you can't forget how they're pegging this. They're pegging this to decide the best tag team in the world. Well, the now, OC would then, well, the AJ New Styles Day, is in it, isn't it? Honestly, so, not. no, he's not. So it says on here Styles and then Luke Gallows. No, or he's Carl not Anderson. because um, he's got a he's, match he, later he's got on. his battle he faces. Yeah, the winner of battle royal. So yeah, we'll come to that. But no, it's just Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. So on paper. The best tag team in the world. It could be a, 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 an argument for New Day. New Day, yeah, I was thinking that. Or Revival because they are sick. I, I really can't see any of those teams being pegged the best team in the world based on the fact that Shane McMahon won the previous year's best in the world tournament of and course. that was of course just a farce yes. so Jeez, I don't know do you reckon this time they're going to oh my no. word oh, that would be a farce or Lucha House Party that's the thing like, how are they going to do it this year do you reckon, I think they, they've got to take it seriously because last year's was just a, 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 a joke a, a gimmick but this year, I think if they really take it seriously, they could really build the team up. Yeah, I don't see I why the Viking Raiders would win because they're already tag team champions. True, they can still have that thing with AOP with True. for the belts. So yeah, that's you why look, you look at it, it's Viking Raiders and rival the champs deservedly because they're both sick. OC is understanding. You look at Ziggler and Rude, maybe again build them up more. Maybe you can't have the B team and Lucha House Party win. I'm, I'm my, my pick is New Day. Simply because I feel like this would be the perfect opportunity to basically say sorry to Kofi. Sorry, mate. It doesn't, sorry. doesn't, it doesn't do a lot, care. but that's what I, that's my pick. New Day. Kofi and Biggie. Rob? Yeah, I can't argue with that. I'll go Otis and Tucky. Just for your sentimental value. <laughs> Fair enough. Connor? I said Viking Raiders, so I'll stick with it. Fair enough. All right, very good. Now... We come to... Now, this is hard to predict because we don't actually know who's in it. I was going to say, we don't know, do we? 20-man battle royal. Is it I'm just sure... people of Raw? That, 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 I don't understand. I assume it would be, yeah. It's only is 20, 20 people of Raw? Seth switch for Bray. So I'm confused how they're doing it. Well, this is... Right, so this is... It yeah. might be of both, both brands, but you would hope it would be someone from Raw. It would make no sense otherwise, would it? But yeah, 20-man battle royal. Uh, Winner to face AJ Styles. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's say who we'd like. 
KO, to see him maybe. with that match. He probably won't be there, will he? Be too early. Saudi. Oh, yeah, of course. So he probably won't um, be there, will he? In a perfect world, Kevin Owens would be the perfect because let's face it. I think they'll start building that up though. Well, they did uh, on Raw. That's Cedric what I'm saying. That's what I'm again. I think they will. No. Who? No way. Who? Cedric Alexander. Well, I don't know who else there is. No. They they've ever done well, that. Well, it's not going to be someone from Team Hogan or Team Flair. Buddy Murphy. The best <gasps> kept secret. Outstanding shout. shout. He was very good, I thought, the other day. Can we not forget that he ba- beat Daniel Bryan? Oh, what about Andrade? One sec. He beat. Yes. Th- can we not forget? He. Buddy Murphy beat Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. Yes. Who's one of the best ever. And then we didn't see anything from him for ages. No. He's and then came and beat Cedric well. Alexander. That's the problem. Andrade. So f- for me, I reckon Buddy Murphy or Andrade. Andrade but I'll go Buddy Murphy. Because I said he Buddy needs, Murphy He needs first. his push now, Andrade. So Andrade, Buddy Murphy, I'll say... I'll say Buddy Murphy. Just because I think he, he performed well in Saudi he's last time. For the Cruiserweight Championship. So He's brilliant. He's great. He's Yeah, he's really, really good. Now we come to... Uh, Rollins versus The Fiend. Uh, well, I don't know how they're going to I don't think we it. need to speak about this, really, do we? I don't know Seth how they're going to do gonna this. Win. Seth is or it'll win. be a disqualification somehow. Yeah. Otherwise, how, oh, the, how in the hell... I'd rather they just ended it when well, I'm um, after do, Hell in the Cell. Well, I don't know why. They're doing it just because the Cell is when it'll, it'll probably be sick, but just... They're doing it to his noise, I think, but yeah. The match will also, be good. Also, what I don't understand is he burns down the Five Five Funhouse and it comes back like a week later. Because he's surely... building it. Yeah, but surely... He's, he's clearly a carpenter. If you burn bro. something down, it's meant to be gone forever. Yeah, but this is wrestling, Connor, and, you know, things aren't as simple as they seem sometimes. No, very true. So but I think yes, we can all agree. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. By hook or by crook, disqualification, whatever, probably going over. Yeah, Leave Boo. it and then get him a fresh challenger and do a different, right. different angle. Boo. Two matches left. We'll go for the WWE Championship match. Brock Lesnar, Kane Velasquez. I can't call this one. I don't know where they're going to go with this. It's good. Well, it's I think it's got to be Brock, surely. Is, Brock. is he signed on? Is he signed at WWE? He's going to be here for a little bit while. Brock is. I don't know about Kane. I don't know how long. Oh, that's deal what I'm talking for. about. Is Kane? Is it just this for Saudi Arabia? Is that I think. It? I, I think it's going to be a part-time thing. I can't yeah, see him. So I don't know where he fits in. I think in the company. Be, I think Brock will win, especially when Mysterio's on Raw, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think Brock will win. And can I add, if if Brock was to lose against Kane Velasquez, a man who's never had a match in WWE before, a man who a lot of wrestling yeah. fans don't know, yeah, Brock after be beating Kofi in ten seconds, that ridiculous. would be the worst. And if they're building story. on the UFC storyline that he obviously lost the title in UFC, to him, gets it his make vengeance, sense, doesn't it? Gets his vengeance. Absolutely. So yes. Brock Lesnar. I yeah. Agree. Brock Lesnar. Now we come to the the box office draw. Really, I mean, this is yeah, it. The BBC. Only one the only thing I'm really interested in, to be honest with you, looking at the card. BBC, Sky Sports, they've all covered it. Good Morning Britain. Covered it. Everyone's been talking about it. Braun Strowman versus the Gypsy King, the undefeated boxing uh, lineal champion, Tyson Fury. Now, this is big stuff, really. I mean, cross-promotional-wise, this is huge box office for Mm -hmm. WWE. This is massive. And they can't afford to mess this up. I don't know how they're going to play it, because on one hand, you have a wrestler who is outstandingly talented, very underutilized in the company, should have won a world title many times in the past. Coming up against a guy who's undefeated, cross-promotional, and one of the most well-known sportsmen in the world. And I don't think WWE want to show to be burying their own man, but I think that's what's going to happen. They, they can't have... Unless, they want, unless they're moves. going to take Braun seriously and have him beat him. I wouldn't have an issue with that. But would Tyson Fury agree to that? I don't I think he it. would, No, you I know. don't think he would. I really don't no, think I don't, he I would. I think Fury will win. He will. I think Fury will win as well. It's just another, another thing to add to And Strowman's. especially if, if Fury's trying to get his rematch against Wilder come next year. He can't be seen to be losing that because that will ruin his chances of, yeah. of getting that Fury fight, will which is what he wants. Will that be main event? You know, he was at, he was at the NFL yesterday talking about how he wants to go into MMA as well. So he's obviously not here to stay. He's here to just, 
you know, I think he didn't he say his kids absolutely love it or something and he got offered the opportunity and he wasn't going to turn it down. Yeah. Um, I personally love it because I think he's one of the best talkers that I've ever heard in my entire life. So whenever I hear him cut his probos, I think he's hilarious. I mean, I, I, I just love the Americans' reaction as well when they hear him speak because they don't have a clue what he's saying, <laughs> which yeah. I absolutely love. And I think it's just going to be going to be a good bit of fun. I really do. And another reason why I think he's going to win as well, because in history, WWE has always taught us that when they bring in legit uh, like combat stars for like mm. a one-match deal... Or well, just any remember, other uh, Mayweather versus Big Show at uh, WrestleMania. Literally, that's it. Mayweather won. Knocked him out. Mike, Mike Tyson's come in and always knocks someone out. Lawrence Taylor, who's a former NFL guy, was in the main event of WrestleMania in uh, in 1995 and beat Bam Bam Bigelow. That was the main event just because mm. he was famous and he won, despite the fact he'd never wrestled before and hasn't wrestled since. They love it when a sports guy comes in and wins. It, it just will happen. Yeah, I think, I think it will. Yeah, I think, I think it's the right thing to do. I mean, I do feel a little bit for Braun, but he gets a good storyline out of it with Tyson Fury, doesn't he? I reckon they had a they had a laugh putting that together so yeah. uh, you know see you in Saudi you big bomb dosser that's it and with that I think it's time to draw this premiere yeah, episode I'm, I'm falling asleep looking at this card for Crown Jewel I'm sorry so. but uh, I've got to go see the, the doctor the doctor will see me now oh, oh my word I think this is going to become a running gag <laughs> I'm going to go see <laughs> Bailey <laughs> no it didn't oh, work well, there you go then sorry why is he allowed to get excited about Britt Baker and I can't like... the doctor will see me now guys I've got to go <laughs> mine's actually champion the one the one I like yes but she looks scary now anyway well when she oh you know what we're not the no. premiere episode of Monday Night Gore has come to an end we want to thank you all for listening uh, I've had a blast doing it I, I'm sure you two have as well uh, we'll be back next week Rob won't be here because uh, he's I've been, been fired off after one he's show. like Dio Madden he's we like don't need him <laughs> we don't need but no we're joking of course uh, Rob is stepping away with prior commitments but I, I'm believed to I'm say I'm getting my push <laughs> okay <laughs> Rob uh... <laughs> okay Rob we'll leave that, that, that like a, a wet fart. Uh, no uh, Connor can you tell us who's coming in next week yes we believe we will have our, our good Irish pal and wrestling enthusiast Connor Stringer joining us on you won't have a heel podcast. though he's a, big, he's... he's a big fan of wrestling we don't need a heel no. it's a podcast alright oh, sorry I just wanted to bring a bit of alright the doctor will see me now <laughs> <laughs> um, no we will have uh, Connor Stringer who is a um, a big WWE fan um, and I'm, I presume we will, we will be recording on Monday yep um, so you probably hear it Tuesday or Wednesday so for that I'll see you next Monday, you big bomb dossers. Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to follow Nerf Podcasts on Twitter and follow us at Monday Night Gore as well. We thank you all for listening and we will see you next Monday.